This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Yes, we mentioned earlier in our last FMF or Feminist Movie Friday, we were going to do a part two. And yes, we had to come back around to the sequel of The Beloved Anne of Green Gables, uh, otherwise known as Anne of Avonlea, the continuing story of Anne of Green Gables. Apparently, there's a lot of like remixing of the titles because that's kind of how I knew it. But then it became Anne of Green Gables, the sequel, just Anne of Avonlea. So there's a few names floating about and and not to be confused with all the other remakes. This is a Sullivan Entertainment production or the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, the CBC Mm -hmm. edition. And yes, Annie and I uh, had to download Gazebo TV in order to be (laughs) able to watch the sequel which is a delight in itself. Am I right? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it was quite funny, uh, the links we went to. I think, <laughs> as you said, Gazebo TV is sort of like Hallmark, but for like pioneer times. Yeah. <laughs> or like older older times yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, but but we, we put in the effort and here we are. <laughs> uh, in my discovery, as I have signed up for now, since we're subscribed to it, they sent me an advertising for the Anna Green Gables cookbook. And I'm oh. a little intrigued on what is in there because mm-hmm. it seems legitimately like old school uh, uh, like the ovens that are just fire ovens, fire stoves that you uh, are the open flames essentially. And I'm like, should I? No, I can't because <laughs> I don't use any of the cookbooks. I, I I'm not very good at cookbooks in general. But like, wow, I was like, oh, oh, they uh, they legitimately go all the way into this era. Yeah, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yes. And again, uh, <laughs> hilariously and kind of eerily because I'm like, oh, yeah, my phone listens to me and I forget this sometimes. But it wasn't. It was because of a mutual of mine liked this. But there was a tweet this week and I have to share it because it falls along the lines of us talking about Anne of Green Gables and Anne of Avonlea. And the tweet says, quote, now that hot girl summer is coming to an end, Anne of Avonlea autumn can begin. We're reading an ungodly amount of fantasy. We're climbing trees, swimming in lakes, and baking pies. We're getting into wholesome trouble and telling mean boys to get wrecked. Uh, and this was from <laughs> at R-A-W Reese. Not the same way you spell it, but close. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I was like, how in the world? I swear, what is happening that the universe comes together that the week that you and I are watching these movies, that they must tweet this. And then uh, it, it got like over 17,000 likes as it should, as it deserves, (laughs) because it is an amazing tweet. I'm going to say it's evergreen for me. (laughs) Um, But uh, she puts in later, she's like, oh my God, all the kindred spirits here. And then does the crying emoji phase. And I was like, yes, it's true. (laughs) And I adore everything about this because I love the cardigans, the fall picnics. Yes, I'm excited to dive right into this era. I feel like it's calling to me. Yeah. So it's this Asian girl. (laughs) Well, you know, fall is my favorite season and I'm already ready to like put on my, my warm clothes and my... My scarves and frolic in the, the leaves as they change colors and eat yes. autumn types food. Because I love like autumnal food. So yes, yes, I am right there with you. Oh, so excited. We made chili the other day because I got a little overexcited and it was like 85 mm. degrees. But I'm like, it's, yeah. it's worth it. It's yep. worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but moving on, yeah, as we mentioned before, the sequel goes away from the original written second book in Lucy Maud Montgomery's beloved series. And yes, it takes uh, some liberties to the interpretations. We have to admit all of this, as in fact, the video series is an amalgamation of three of the books, including Anne of Avonlea, Anne of the Island, and Anne of Windy Poplars. Uh, And from what I've researched, as I haven't read any of the books, I'm sorry, y'all, Sullivan mixed and matched a bit of the characters that were written, because he wrote this. Uh, And some key differences are the romantic plots, location characters, and the such. So, yes, we know this. It's a big caveat, and it's its own thing almost outside of the characters that are written in there and the main characters, that is. Um, and But people still love it. Uh, and though the differences, again, are big, the TV series still has a high overall rating. When I looked at it at the IMDb level, it's 4.8 out of 5 stars. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, for a CBC series. Hello. <laughs> and it's dearly beloved, especially by me, and also has been awarded with many, many accolades and awards, including the Golden Hugo Award, Mini Gemini Awards, the Cable Ace Awards, and many more. So it is still a jewel of a classic. That's how I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And you can tell I'm very passionate about defending this. I still, Mm -hmm. yes, I still do need to go back and read all of those, even though they're technically, I guess, children's books. Um, But it's still loved and it still carries through and has carried on, obviously, as it keeps getting remade. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay, but let's go ahead. (laughs) We're going to go jump into the movie's plot. Uh, We have our characters back, including Megan Follows as Anne Shirley, Marilla, played by Colleen Dewhurst, Gilbert, played by Jonathan Crombie, Diane, played by Shuler Grant, Miss Stacy, played by Marilyn Lightstone, and Rachel Lynn, played by Patricia Hamilton. But we have some new characters, including the Harris family, which includes Morgan Harris, uh, 
and then his daughter, Emmeline Harris, his mother, uh, Mrs. Harris, and his sister, Pauline Harris. Um, and then we get introduced to many of the Pringles of Kingsport, uh, or New Brunswick, um, and that prickly headmistress or principal of Kingsport Ladies College, uh, Catherine Brooke. So they come into play. Of course, there's many more characters that we've already known or are new, but it's a pretty big list and we're not going to do all that. So in the sequel, we come back to Anne in her lovely Green Gables Avonlea Adventures, where she's been teaching at the school of Avonlea. Uh, with summer coming and school ending, Anne gets ready for all the adventures to come. Uh, and then, by the way, we also get to meet some of the precocious children Anne has been teaching. And by the way, I think one of the big characters in the book is Anthony Pye. And we only see like him in a split second at the beginning. He's one of the ones that get in trouble for smoking in the outhouse. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's up one of that we see, of course. We also see uh, Minnie Mae returning, again, with her crying. And I'm like, how, are, how is she so on point with the crying? <laughs> I guess that's maybe that's why she was hired. I don't it know. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also during this time, we get to see Anne being rejected in her recent story uh, that she had sent to a publisher, Avril's Revenge, which, by the way, there's so many great things to that. Um, <laughs> and we also get to see her working on the sequel as we open up the scene, which there is a meet cute between her and Morgan Harris, who we see later on. And yes, he's a dashing, handsome man who is uh, <laughs> hanging out with the ladies by the coast. You know, all those good things. <laughs> That's the voice you have to use. Yes, thank you. Dashing, <laughs> handsome the, man. The dashing, <laughs> very sophisticated man. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Anne and all her chums have grown up and are making grown-up decisions, including marriage and the such. It is soon revealed to Anne uh, by Gilbert that her bosom buddy and friend, uh, Diane, has accepted a proposal of marriage to Fred Wright, who... She's disappointed by it also because he's not the romantic, dashing, sophisticated man that they've talked about for so long. Uh-huh. Also, she feels like she's losing her best friend. And I've been there, been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this all leads to Gilbert proposing to her later on, whom she rejects ah, as she wants uh, more, which includes her moving away and seeing the world and continuing to rise. She just She's just not ready to let go of that dream. Um, and yes, there is a clam bake that we witnessed. There is a wedding for Diane as well. All of the beautiful things. And Annie sent me a text with a line. And it took me a good 10 minutes to figure out she was sending me a line from mm-hmm. the movie about the clam bake. <laughs> Thank you, Annie. Yeah. I was like, well, what? <laughs> it was so funny because I was watching it. And it was like Anne and Gilbert were having this fight. And then, to me, apropos of nothing, out of nowhere, Gilbert's like, will you still come with me to Fred's clam bake? (laughs) And I just died laughing. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) It's important, Annie. It's the engagement party. Hello. You're right. Uh, But I loved it because I was like, wait, we were supposed to go to a clam bake? What? Am I, were mm-hmm. we supposed to do something this weekend? I don't understand. <laughs> so it was a good, good moment for all. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands. 
not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. So after all of this and the disappointment and the, and the pain and then the like rejection, there's so much. There's so much. The uh, behind the back whispering and talking. So painful. She decides to take up uh, a position in Kingsport, New Brunswick, to become a teacher at the all-girls school at Kingsport Lady College, where Miss Stacy is uh, overall in charge of. Um, and then uh, she soon starts her journey there. On rocking grounds, though, uh, as many feel another person should have had that position, a Pringle who pretty much owns the town. Uh, so the Pringles own this entire town, giant family of them, and so they wanted one of their own who was not qualified and so was upset that Anne got this position. And her first class is almost as bumpy as she ends up on the bad side of the principal, Catherine Brooke, spelled with a K, who goes back to spell it with a C because Anne was so uh, glad about this, so that was, yeah. uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and her having to deal with the young Pringle ladies who are very privileged and very snobby. Yes. So, we also get to meet Emmeline Harris, who we know later is a kindred spirit and, and comes to her defense and tries to help. And we find out that the girls have been bullying Emmeline for not being a pure Pringle, which uh, I would have thought that would have been incest. So I was very confused by this. As she says, I'm half Pringle. I'm like, yeah. Wait, what? I'm confused. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. then she, and then, by the way... <laughs> There's also this that she's been made fun of because her father married his cousin, who was the Pringle. So therefore, what? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. There are several <laughs> moments of me going, this doesn't exactly make sense, mm-hmm. but okay, I'm going to go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out that Emmeline is the daughter of the handsome and dashing, sophisticated Morgan Harris, who has a bit of a reputation as a philanderer. And I'm like, I don't feel like that's a bad thing, but okay. Sure. Um, And after an incident with a broken roof and a bicycle, hilarious, Mr. Harris removes Emmeline from the school along with his hefty funds uh, that the school has been receiving. 
Until that point, the Pringles soon follow suit in threatening to remove their funds as well. They blame Anne for ruining the school. And here comes Miss Stacy with a plan to raise money to save the school and use the Pringles to do so, charging $25 per person for a play. And that seems like a lot of money today for a single high school play. So 1902, 1903, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So at the same time, Anne meets the reclusive Mrs. Harris and her daughter, Pauline, who uh, are the caretakers for Emmeline when the father is away. She convinces them to allow her to tutor Emmeline, who is not attending the school at this time. And yes, of course, the conversation talks about cannibalism and the reputation of the family and the importance of looking good in front of all of the Pringles in the town. Oh, so many things to be said. Um, <laughs> of course, and charms the family, brings the light. Literally, like, she opens up the windows to bring in light to the house uh, and to their drab lives, which we love to see. Um, here we see so many adventures with opening up Mrs. Harris to see the world again, or at least the town, uh, allow music back in, allowing Pauline a little bit of freedom, just a tiny bit of freedom uh, to adventure as well, going to Boston together, which is kind of that, oh, <gasps> fantasy traveling the world with the most handsome man (laughs) Mm -hmm. and his family, of course. So we have Mm -hmm. all of those things come through. She soon finds out the reason for the darkness within the family, the death of Emmeline's mother, and then the uh, reputations being ruined and all of the rumors, as well as uh, charms Mr. Harris with her wit and personality and her beautiful looks, (laughs) obviously. Mm -hmm. It's time for the play, uh, which occurs that evening, which... uh, the main lead and the main bully, Jen Pringle, calls out sick conveniently, but Emmeline is able to understudy and wows everyone with her performance and with the success of the play and wows the whole community. Yay! Even bringing back Jen to apologize. Yay! Mm-hmm. Um, she is soon invited to the hospital bazaar and is the toast of the town. And no surprise, Morgan proposes to Anne in the snow. Very romantic after she kicks him. Whoopsie. Um, and even <laughs> Even though this is exactly what she had dreamed, she said no, realizing she missed home and the people there, including Dearest Gill, who she had recently seen um, and is currently at medical school and engaged to another woman. What? Yep. <laughs> um, and as the story continues, uh, we see the death of Mrs. Harris, which kind of like, oh, everything ends. Uh, we find Anne longing to go back home to her beautiful Green Gables, turning down a five-year contract for the college because she was such a success, but just wants to go home and decides to take Miss Brooks with her for the summer, who accepts finally and lets that cold exterior melt mm-hmm. because <laughs> Anne is so persistent to be friends. And mm-hmm. Anne says it's a kindred spirit after all. Mm-hmm. Under all those prickles, she says. Um, upon her arrival back home, we find out that Gil has taken ill with a scarlet fever and is dying. Oh, no. And then admits her mistake and her feelings for him and is desperate to talk with him before it's too late and gets a chance to with the fact that she actually wrote her first book, uh, which is she took advice from Gil many a time ago when he said he, she should just write the stories of the places she knows. So she mm-hmm. did. It is published, and she takes a copy to Gil, who soon recovers, and they get to do their long walks or short walks <laughs> into the woods to the bridge in scene. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. Beautiful, Samantha. <laughs> Excellent retelling. <laughs> You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Of course, the next part is I thought is it is and the continuing story, but I think it's also called Anne of Green Gables the con- continuing story. So I'm a little confused. Cool, cool, cool. Um, which I have seen it, 
Uh, I'm not going to make you watch it, Annie. <laughs> Even though you can if you want to. I can pull that up. But it goes to her traveling to the U.S., becoming a writer. There's more death. Uh, I believe it also has to do with the World War and find, trying to find Gilbert. So there's a lot. There's a wow. lot that comes, continues on, just so you know. But I, again, I love these stories. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. Thanks for bringing bake. me. <laughs> uh, you know I'll I come hope. to any clam bake with you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did in my childhood, and I still love. Did I watch it again today as I pre- as I was prepping for this recording? <laughs> Maybe. Did yes. my partner come in going? Did you, are you watching this again? I'm like, don't start with me. What is the comment? <laughs> I think <laughs> mm-hmm. it's research. You know, it's research. <laughs> I love these movies. I think it brings it so much closer, like fondness to my heart. Just seeing these characters come to life again and, and watching these like vivid colors of this beautiful uh, area. I do want to go to Prince Edward Island. I think we should go. Hey. Yes. Anybody from Prince Edward Island wants to sponsor us at any point <laughs> and have yes. us come through and do some episodes, we're ready. Yeah. We're oh, ready. Yeah. Putting mm-hmm. that out there because I do want to go there. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's so many themes to this. They're a little similar to the previous, obviously, with the independence and the growth and the love and the, all of the telling of trying to find ourselves in friendships because that's the story of Anne of Green Gables. Uh, Anne Shirley loves people and finds the good in people as much as she can. Um, but one of the themes I loved, and I think it kind of remin- is reminiscent for so many, is the idea of home. And maybe that's one of the reasons I love this movie is that she found her home uh, after so long of searching to belong, and mm-hmm. that that was never really questioned again. That this this was her. She and when you talk about Anne Shirley, you talk about Avonlea and in Green Gables, and I loved every place to that. Also, like the fact that she did want to travel and she did want to see the world, but in the end, she's like, I just want to go home. Yeah, yeah. I think that would. Resonates with a lot of people when you're at that age where it feels like you have so many forking paths of like, well, I could go this way, I could go to this college, or what if I want to go do this? What if I want to be the writer? What if I want to do all these things? And it's interesting early in the beginning, you see at towards the end of the the first one, she had been accepted by the town. And they're like, oh, you make us proud. And like, oh, they're still talking a little bit about her behind her back, but they do that right. with everybody. Um, and so it kind of immediately starts that way because she's trying to get the stuff published and people are like whispering about what she's trying to do. Um, and then Diana sent her story to a baking yes. powder company Rollings without her... Rollings reliable. <laughs> Rollings reliable without Anne's permission. But it get, she wins the the award and, like, everybody kind of clapping her on the back and wanting to autograph. And, like, as we talked about in the, the previous one, that kind of small-town vibe. But almost needing, like, needing to go away to appreciate home even more. Like, right. needing to... Because Marilla, Rachel Lind moves in with Marilla after her husband dies, um, which I thought was very cute, the two mm-hmm. of them living together. Yes. And Marilla's like, you know what? I want you to go see your dreams. You can go so far. What do you want to do? Go. I, I've always felt bad that you stayed here because of this. And Anne was like, quick to reassure her, like, no, 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 no. I, I wanted to do that. Um, but kind of that like, yeah, she needed to go out and see because, again, you can get all in your head about, like, what should I do? What is the right, right. path? What is the right. best thing? 
And sometimes you just have to go experience something else to be like, you know what? No, this was not for me, actually. What I want is what I had already. (laughs) Right. And I think the other part of that is she made a home. And I think Mm -hmm. that we've we've talked about a lot about making the home and making the family. And sometimes Mm -hmm. the home is not a place, but it's the people or the the group that you love um, or have found so much comfort in. And that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that being there in their presence is her home. And I think that's a good thing to note on like as much as she has made a place for herself out in the world what she feels best in is with, with the people who know her best and mm-hmm. bring out the good uh, bring out all of the good and the bad and the ugly and the impressive and accept all of that and I feel like that was such a good like yes Marilla really knows who she is and coming back to understanding uh, like the big things uh, that happened for her but the big significance is who she is and how she's overcome so much um, so I I really did want a reaction, though. One of the things I wish I had been able to see, and I know it's a lot because it's already like 300 minutes long, I think. I don't know. <laughs> um, that to see Marilla's reaction and her getting a proposal and then her rejecting it. So I did really, really would love to have seen that reaction. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that's a whole idea of that home and being comfortable. And that's one of the things... Uh, we should like we want to talk about later. I want to talk about later about how people. There's a comment that if you feel sleepy at a place, it's because you feel comfortable, and the first time you've been able to rest. I was like, oh, I don't know if that's true because when I get anxious, I get sleepy. So that's the opposite for me. <laughs> I feel like, but that's yeah. a whole different conversation. But kind of that feel, you know, that feel of warmth. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about that, and and that's what home is, and being able to find yourself again, um, no matter how big you may get that you mm-hmm. feel better there where they know you best and you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then again, a part of that is growing up. And I think this is this big theme. Uh, at the very beginning, she talks about that. She said, wishes nothing would change and everything would stay yeah. the same. She talks about losing her best friend because she's getting married. I've been there. I remember in college when I had best friends that they were getting married. It just felt like I lost somebody. Yeah. Which was a whole different conversation. I'm like, I would hope not. That's not That's not how this works. Right. <laughs> but somehow in my mind, that meant I lost a person because he, they are going with someone else. And of course, when we talk about marriage, it's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. I think it was way much more of a big deal when we were, for me, when I was more into my religious state because this whole idea of ownership and becoming one was such a big part of marriage, which is probably why I don't like the idea of marriage today. Um, But because of that meant you have to let go of everything else and be in this marriage, which is what religion teaches you in so many ways. And so in that mindset, I'm like, marriage is losing somebody. If I'm not marrying that person, obviously, then I'm losing that person because they are that whole unit. And not that marriage shouldn't, you should be married to your best friend. You should want to know and and like all this. But it's such a weird uh, dichotomy for me as someone who was always the best friend of the person getting mm. married, it always felt like I lost somebody. Again, not true. There are definitely couples that I love and hang out with and I feel no change in our relationships and I love mm-hmm. that. But there are those who really go into it in that mindset of like, I have to lose everything else because my focus has to be my husband, my partner, my soon-to-be children. You know, there are so many things. And again, this sounds so selfish in that small manner. That's okay. That's okay that's your life. It's not... Uh, a wrong or right in that. It just, as the other person, it feels really, really hurtful, I guess, yeah. for me. Maybe I just take these really personally because I, as a old person who was adopted, there's a lot of things about uh, being left out and then being uh, in the way 
as the conversation goes. There's a lot of rejection issues here. Mm -hmm. So that's in itself. But that is the whole idea in this moment of like, she's going to lose her best friend to him, who is nothing like what we had (laughs) talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And and going back to like that whole, you know, forking paths, it's it's scary when you know like everybody's facing those things, right? Like not just you. And so your life might just diverge. And for Anne, who like came in and was not about like finding romance, it was like, I need to find my bosom friend. I need to find my bosom buddy. And it was Diana. Like it makes total sense to me that she would feel almost a sense of betrayal of like, (laughs) right or wrong, but like you would feel this sense of like, but you were so important to me. Why, why, why are you changing what we have for this guy? <laughs> yeah. For this roly-poly Fred. Aw. That's not cool. No. By the way, the character who plays that was a part of the Ensemble Kids in the Hall, which is a huge 90s oh, yeah. uh, comedy show. He was uh-huh. that, as well as the dude who uh, you see during the Hospital Bazaar who dances mm-hmm. with her. I think his name is Foley, David Foley. They were both mm. a part of the kids. And I'm like, but this is... Canadian acting, of course. <laughs> I just <gonna laughs> see a couple of... Not that Canada has a lot of good actors. We know Ryan they do, Reynolds yeah. exists. We get it. We, we know. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, like, that was, like, interesting to me because it was during that time I was watching this and also I knew Kids in the Hall as well. I was like, that dude's a completely different character here. Uh, right. <laughs> obviously. But, yeah, <laughs> and then on top of that, like, growing up, you have these ideals of what it's yeah. going to look like in the future. And then when that comes crumbling down, even though the reality is, yes, you're never, it's never going to be that way. I think we all understand that. I had this dream when I was in high school, I'm going to go to college and these are the things I'm going to do and this is where I'm going to be by this age and this age and this is who I'm going to marry. And it, mm-hmm. none, none of that happened. None. Yeah. Absolutely mm-hmm. 0% of what I thought growing up was going to happen did not happen. Yes. Yes. And that goes back to the very long and kind of complicated conversation we had in one of our Sex in the City watch-through episodes. Yes. Where we were talking about the difference between, like, settling because you feel like you have to and settling because maybe that's ultimately what you want and how there should probably be a different term for that kind of settling. <laughs> but I also think, like, during this time, I was struck by... It's different now because we have, you know, we have a lot of modes of communication with each other. But if Anne's moving away, then the mode of communication is letter. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows how long that will take to get there. Right. And just that puts a strain on things. And also, like, marriage overall was different back then. Right. We've made strides. I would argue we still have a lot of strides to make uh, towards gender equality in marriage. But back then, it was much different. Uh, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I was... It was hard not to think about that of, like, yeah, I mean, Diana's life is going to change now. And... That's just sort of the nature of of things. And I've I've come to that too, because I hang on to people hard. I, I mm-hmm. it's hard for me not to take things personally. And I know that's like a me thing. Um, but it does kind of feel like, oh, you found someone you'd rather hang out with more than me. <laughs> um and and that it's just I hang on so hard, but it's natural. If you met if you meet somebody and you get married and your life changes and you move into a different state. And that doesn't mean you can't still hang out. But it also doesn't mean that, like, things won't change. Right, right. Which it can does. be scary. Yeah. <laughs> it is very scary. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. 
Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, another thing that I really loved, of course, is love. Mm-hmm. I really love love. <laughs> but like in the conversations that we see that's happening about, again, who we fall in love with, who we want to fall in love with. We even hear Marilla talk about it. And then she sees the ex. And it's an awkward moment of like, do you want to come in for tea? And then he's <laughs> like, I got to go. I'm here for my boy. Which the thought process for me is like, thank goodness they didn't get together. Because right. where would Anne be? Hello. <laughs> but like the whole idea of love, reality versus uh, the fantasy. And the fact is, Anne actually got her fantasy. <laughs> In yeah. this moment with Mr. Harris, um, and she got the trip and being swept away and buying mm-hmm. all the hats that they wanted, having all the beautiful moments in Boston, like so many things that she could have done. Yeah. Uh, and realizing it's okay, I've got this, but I think I like this other that was mm-hmm. better, which is just simple. Uh, and I don't even think it's that simple because the dude was dying of scarlet fever, which is also part of the whole, like, I'm going to bring you back from death with yes. my hair <laughs> that yep. she mentions in the first one with Diane. She does mm-hmm. it. Ish. 
mm-hmm. like that's that's the kind of uh, the part of that is finding the reality versus the fantasy and then letting it unfold and you get to choose she gets to choose but technically she doesn't choose either and that's also amazing for this time and age like this is a romance but it's not a romance right right yeah I mean I think that's it's a really good point, too. I, I bet a lot of us, myself very much included, I can relate to, as you said, kind of having that idea of what you think you want in this fantasy that usually you picked up through entertainment. So for Anne, like, she's reading all of these fantasies and is, like, forming these ideas of what she wants. And then when you actually get in the situation and it checks off a bunch of the boxes and you're like... I'm not really into this. I thought I would be. <laughs> but that that relates back to growing up as well and having those sort of learning life experiences. Um, and people, hopefully, most people, uh, grow and change. And so for her, uh, romance just wasn't a big thing for her for a long time. And so, and and Gil had his own growing up to do and figuring things out. And sometimes the timing's just not right, and you got to wait until until it is, until you're until both ready and in the healthy place. Well, for him, <laughs> not healthy place, but then healthy <laughs> mentally. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's so much uh, in that, and I think that's kind of the back and forth. Of course, we also enjoy the fact that she got to have it. Not many people get to have these reality, the fantasies come through or come true. Mm -hmm. So for her, she actually got that. And it's a glorious moment of her going, never mind. I don't want this. Mm -hmm. It is weird that he did bring another woman for as a date who he's been courting throughout the movie. And then be like, of course I want to marry you. I'm like, wait. What? What's and then the whole like dance card thing. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> that was oh, a thing. <laughs> we love a good dance card. <laughs> the other part is, do they know this dance? Have they figured out these dances? Because you have to learn. Like we've talked about uh, Bridgerton, like, them learning these dances and how it took them mm-hmm. days and days and days to get this routine. Like same thing here. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I do love it, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I think it's interesting that we get to see that ray of love. And then also, again, we get to see uh, the different people coming through her life, talking about love. We get to see Brooks coming in and, and Brooke coming in and talking about her lack of love in general um, and just giving up from jump, like being so disappointed with life, giving up on it. And then she finds a bow. Oh, two people mm-hmm. interested possibly at Heavenly. <laughs> As she leaves. But, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But, yeah, bringing it in, as we talk about Brooke, another kindred spirit that took the entire movie to finally get through. Uh, all the kindred spirits that have been a part of the entirety of the series, which is one of the delights to me. So, like, connecting with people on a deeper level, but knowing that there's something about them that has... Mm-hmm is going to teach you and you're going to teach them is a beautiful thing. And that's kind of that whole uh, wonderful process as we see her talking to Miss Harris and Emmeline and then we get to see her with Miss Stacy again and how they are thick as thieves even though they've only had one year together technically. Yeah. And then we get to see her breaking through a brook exterior which is hard and cold and really, really angry for mm-hmm. the mishaps in her life and like being able to show her something different. Like that is that conversation and we'd love to see it. We love to see it coming back through and just pouring it out throughout the movie. It's just a good plot line. It's just great because how, yeah, this is the things that I want to see is the connections with the women throughout. And of course, there's some men sprinkled in there, 
but it's the women that she connects to. And even though it could be hostile, she still breaks through. And there is a layer of just people wanting to connect in general. Yeah, yeah. I had many times I was like, this is the compound, Samantha, and I've talked about. <laughs> this <laughs> is the thing. <laughs> like, you get older and you move in with your best lady friends. And yes, that's it. yes. Yeah, I know. I love that too. I love that you see you see all these different kinds of relationships between women too, because you've got Anne and Miss Stacy was like her mentor. And Miss Stacy, you know, being there for Anne and building her up and helping her find these opportunities. Then you've got Anne and Emmeline. So she's having the chance to be the mentor and build somebody up and give opportunities. Um, with Miss Brooke, yeah, she's like, who who says, like, I didn't want to be a school teacher. I didn't want to be this. Like, here I am. And offering her, like, well, you know, I have this other option. I have this other path you can try. And having her take that and like just seeing, you know, the the relationship between Anne and Marilla getting stronger, Anne and Rachel Lynn still being like <laughs> kind of enemies, but still <laughs> friends. And then Friend I love the scene with the the cow where Diana follows her after yes. the cow in her white dress in the mud, like just like, all right, I'm going to help Anne. <laughs> like still being kind of that... <laughs> steady friendship. So it's like, not only do we have a bunch of these different relationships between women, we've got a like bunch of different shades. That's yeah. pretty rare still to yeah. see. Yeah, it is. And I, I just, I love it. I love that it continues to build up. People are still, yes, you know, we have still that cattiness, but she never gives up hope on people um, building them up. And what it looks like when you continue to persevere even still, uh, does it all? Is it always that golden? Of course not, but <laughs> it's still a beautiful story. I love the connections, and I think that's what I really enjoyed about shows like this. This is also why I love Sex and the City, even though there's so many other things to that. But the level of camaraderie again with the friends and the people and the women, when they actually want to see each other succeed, and that's the beauty of the entire thing. Diane is doing what she wants to do, which is to be with her family and to grow uh, a, a large family with with in her town and in loving that, seeing Marilla uh, thriving on the farm, even though she thought she was going to lose it. You know, stuff like that. Miss Stacy, even though with all her, all her quote-unquote hardships that she had in our previous show, she's gro- she's getting up and getting the respect that she deserves in, in an industry uh, that she had been pushed away from in certain towns. You know, like, it's, it's wonderful. We love it. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. And yeah, this will remain one of my favorites. And honestly, I would love to hear from anyone who, again, has been to Prince Edward Island want to tell me yes. about it. Or lives in Prince Edward Island and would like to, us to stay with them. Or <laughs> yes. can tell us the differences between the books and let us know what you thought, what you didn't like, what you did like, what you mm-hmm. wish they had added, and what you liked was a different take. That would be awesome. Yes, it would be Amazing, because I think as we record this, the first one hasn't come out yet. Our first part of this hasn't come out, so we haven't heard any feedback yet. So yes, keep it coming. I need more. Yes, we need we need more. Let's all celebrate end of Avonlea autumn. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, You can email us at stephmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I've never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Living that life. We know she's out there. Thank you, Christina. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've never told you is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.